Welcome to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts Program for Monday, January the 10th, 2022. My name is Steve Z, and this is the Truth Hurts Program, where we tell it like it is. The purpose of this program, as you may well know, is to point out the lies of the left, the fantasy land in which the progressives reside. Of course, the hype, the hypocrisy, and the double standard of the Democrats and the leftist mainstream progressive liberal woke media. Different terminologies are used on our program, and we have many, many new listeners, so I wanted to go through, before we get into today's topics, headlines, and commentary, discuss with you all a few of those terminologies and expressions we use here on the Truth Hurts program so that they're not mischaracterized, misidentified, mistaken, or lead to you accusing me of being a racist, a bigot, or a homophobe, or any other kind of bully. One of the terms we use here is Blafrican American, and it comes all the way from our leftist mainstream news media and entertainment industry. It means I meant to say black, but that might be offensive to black people, so I changed it from black to African American, right in the middle of trying to say black. Blafrican American. So if you hear me use the term Blafrican American, I'm simply referring to someone of the Negroid race. There, scientifically, anthropologically correct. If I say 13 percenter or 13 percent double A hyphenated American, I am speaking of the 13 percent minority of black African American individuals in the United States. They make up 13 percent of our population at large according to the United States Census. So I am being demographically correct when I say 13% double A, which stands for African American, hyphenated American, because it is the only race that seems to have some type of need within our borders to identify themselves as from what country or from what continent they come from. South Africa or Africa the continent, African American. They have a need, a desire, some sick fixation I don't think it's pride. I think it's a need to identify themselves as being different from the vast majority of American citizens who happen to be of the Caucasian race. Again, biologically, anthropologically, and demographically correct. No one runs around saying, I'm a Spanish American because my ancestors came from Spain. I'm a German American. I'm a French American. I'm a Turkish American. I'm an Irish American, or a Scottish American, or a Basque American, or Czechoslovakian American, or Korean Americans. We're Americans. The vast majority of us, even Vietnamese descendants who now reside in and are American citizens the legal way, don't identify themselves as Vietnamese Americans. It's only the leftist, mainstream, liberal, progressive, woke media that seems to want to label people by their race. I'd rather we all just be Americans and look to a successful running of a country. But the Democrats, the leftists, the socialists, the Biden Harrisists out there, they have to divide you. It's the only way they can control you. They can't control an entire nation, so they isolate certain segments of the population, assign them victim status, and then 
claim to want to help those poor victims. <laughs> Another terminology that we use here on the Truth Hurts program that might be mistaken as bigotry is the term adopted by former President Trump for the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and likely beyond. It's called Kung Fu Wuhan Flu, or the China virus. It's a lot easier than saying Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 and its associated variants, so you'll hear us use the term China virus on this program. I'm sorry if it offends those of you who have Chinese origins, but the virus came from China. I also don't want to get sued for my opinions on the director of the National Institutes of Health by mischaracterizing accidentally something he might say or attribute something to him that he might later refute. So I refer to that individual as Dr. Fucci. You know who I'm talking about. 14 days to flatten the curve. If you get vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. Oh, I lied. You do need to wear a mask. If you wear a mask, you don't need to isolate. Oh, I lied. You do need to isolate. Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Wear two masks. Get vaccinated and you won't need to wear a mask. Sorry, I lied. If you wear a mask and you get vaccinated, you still need to wear two masks. You still need to isolate and socially distance. Everything I've told you since day one has been a lie that guy. I refer to the current resident of the United States as resident because lots of people with good reason, cause, and justification. Many Americans do not feel that Joseph R. Biden is the legitimate president of the United States of America. And even those of you who accept his presidency can still do like all the clowns did when Donald Trump was president and run around with a shirt saying, not my president. He not my president, y'all. He don't be my president because he don't represent me. He don't represent what I be feeling. You heard? You know what I mean? Biden is just the resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I also refer to the vice president right now, Camel Toe Harris, because I don't like saying Kamala. This woman has paraded herself around to be a 13% double-A hyphenated American minority, yet she is not African-American. She is Asian and Caribbean Islander. She's not African-American, not in any true sense of the word. Maybe some of her appearance might trick you into thinking she is. Shape of nose, tone of skin, and that attitude, that head shaking, that fist wagging, and all that other stuff she be doing sometime. And she tries to change her accent depending on her audience, just like her predecessor and hero, Barack Hussein Barry Sotero Obama. Which brings me to a few of the terms I use in place of the actual given names of these particular people or their titles. For example, Resident Biden, sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, muttering, puttering, shuddering, fluttering, stuttering, stammering, mumbling, fumbling, grumbling, tumbling, fumbling, bumbling, mopey, dopey, little girl gropey, hands on the chest of little eight-year-old girls, Beijing, Burisma, 10% on the take, totally fake, dementia and Alzheimer's patient, Joseph R. Biden. His actual title here on the Truth Hurts program. Camel Toe Harris, Vice Resident of the United States. Naughty, nasty, Nazi Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. 
Chuckles the Clown over the glasses Schumer. We have racist Cory Booker. We have ignorant Maxine Waters. We have Alexandria Ocasio Horseface Cortez, the bumbling bartender bouncer. We have the squad. That's what they call themselves. I call them racist, race-baiting pieces of garbage. We have Robert Francis O'Rourke. Not a nickname, but an actual given name for the clown who runs around calling himself Beto, as if he is actually Mexican. He's not. Robert Francis O'Rourke is Irish. He's got dark hair, he's got dark skin, he's got dark eyes. And when he was pandering for the vote for the Mexican-Americans down in the, the lower port of Texas, he was trying to make them think he was some kind of Mexican-American, so he called himself Beto. We have Focahontas Elizabeth Warren. Thank you, Rush, for that one. Focahontas Elizabeth Warren got her name because she ran around telling everyone that she fully believed she was a Native American Indian. Indian, you know, feather, not dot. She said because her mother and grandmother told her she had high cheekbones, she must be Native American. That statement in and of itself, of course, being racist on her part, but she gets a pass because there's a D for Democrat behind her name. She then said, doubling down on her claim of being Native American, that she could prove it genetically, so she took a DNA test. She had less Native American in her than I do in myself, than gropey Joe Biden has. Other names you'll hear me talk about. Hillary Rotten Clinton, that's the proper pronunciation of her maiden name. Cigar Bill, of course, Bill Clinton, the guy who likes sticking cigars in young women's nether regions. We have Al Gore out of rhythm. Al Gore, the former vice president, who tells you you can't drive a gasoline or diesel car and should never fly on a nasty, polluting airplane, yet he owns a fleet of private planes and jets, lives in a house that uses more electricity and creates a larger carbon footprint than seven average American families combined. I'm telling you folks, this program is way more complex than you give it credit for. It is produced at Studio 63 in Bayou Country with a staff of highly trained broadcasting engineers and professionals licensed by the Federal Communications Commission as far back as 1981. The staff, of course, includes yours truly and a host of other characters who make semi-regular appearances on the program. Like me. And like me. Hey, Pete. Hey, Charlie. Good to have you back on the program. And sometimes I make an appearance here and there. Hey, Julio, good to hear you. Once in a while, I try to do an imitation of the groper-in-chief. Sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, mopey-dopey, little girl, gropey Joe Biden. But I don't do his voice any justice. I can't mumble and fumble and crumble and stumble and bumble as he does. The gaff master himself, Joe Biden. On this program, we do try to point out the double standard. For example... For four entire years, while Donald Trump was trying to bring the country into economic prosperity, control our southern border, keep the United States out of new armed conflicts abroad, protect our nation, return manufacturing to this country, create the very best employment participation rates in the history of the nation since records were being kept, especially in the minority sector, the media the MSNBCs, the CNBCs, the NBCs, CBSs, ABCs, CNNs, HLNs, and others spent four entire years making up lies, reporting fake news, creating false stories, fake narratives, 
and they actually did not report a single positive thing that Donald Trump presided over for four entire years. Yet, the double standard, that very same media spent eight years glorifying, praising, putting on the highest pedestal, Mr. Barack Hussein Barry Sotero Obama. And now, they're trying to do the same thing to one who is the worst president in the history of our nation, gropey Joe Biden. You see, the double standard, the hypocrisy, the lies of the left produced four years of fully biased negative reporting against Donald Trump and are now seeking to make Joe Biden look like some kind of savior of the world. His economic numbers, for the most part, are far below those of Donald Trump. Yeah, the stock market, for some strange reason, seems to be doing better, and I can't quite figure that out yet, other than the Dow Jones Top 30 are all very liberal-biased companies in their thought processes, in their political stances, views, and certainly in their campaign contributions, leaning heavily towards the Democrats in each and every election cycle for as far back as I can remember. They claim the unemployment rate is down, but we also know that 5 million people simply just quit their jobs out of disgust, anger, and frustration back in November, just two short months ago, because they were sick and tired of the way Biden was running the economy into the ground. And that was just one month. The Great Resignation continues. Unemployment is artificially low, which the media doesn't mind pointing out the figure, but they won't point out the fact. The artificial nature of this low unemployment comes from so many people who have simply left the workforce, either out of frustration because wages have stagnated under Mr. Biden, on the fact that inflation is through the roof, or perhaps it's because gropey Joe Biden and his friends on the Democrat side pumped a bunch of artificially created money into the economy through their BS stimulus programs, enhanced unemployment benefits, which resulted in paying many people more money than they were making working all while at the same time telling people you don't have to pay your rent. We're giving you rent amnesty. They're doing more to destroy capitalism and the American way of life than you could possibly fathom just by looking at the 5 o'clock news because the mainstream media is diverting your attention away from all of these disastrous programs, processes, and procedures that the Biden administration is foisting upon the American people. And if the mainstream leftist slimeball media chooses to not put those stories out there, the average American person simply doesn't have the ability to look into it, to investigate it, to research it. Actually, they don't care because the diversions being placed on the news by the leftist progressive liberal woke media keep their attention away. Ooh, look at the bright, shiny object over here. That way you won't see the destruction that's happening over there. It is the way of things. It is the way the Democrat Party has operated in crisis mentality. Way back before Bill Clinton, Cigar Bill, used the phrase, never let a good crisis go to waste. When they don't have enough crises to keep your attention going, they create new crises. 
let's talk about the Wuhan China Kung flu. This thing was just a pandemic. It was just another version of the flu, a different variation, but it was created in a laboratory in Wuhan, China. But they, the media, didn't want you to focus on that because that might be considered racist or bigoted. Remember when Chuckles the Clown Schumer, Nazi Nasty Naughty Nancy Pelosi and others in the Democrat Party said, oh, we shouldn't call it the China virus. Trump is a racist for calling it the China virus. Well, let me ask you this. Was the president of the United States in 1918 a racist when he called it the Spanish flu? It was a Spanish flu after all. And this is a Chinese virus created in a laboratory due to gain of function research, another term many people don't understand. I'll explain it briefly. A human being cannot fly by himself. I can't run out in the front yard and flap my arms and expect to fly. But through scientific manipulation, gene modification, DNA sequencing, and other types of research designed to make a human being gain the function of flying, eventually man might be able to fly naturally without an airplane or a helicopter or a space suit. That would be the most exaggerated example of gain of function research. On the molecular level, however, the scientists at the Wuhan China Institute of Virology, which was funded in part by a U.S. government grant authorized by Joe Biden and Barack Hussein Obama during the Obama-Biden administration, with the nod of the head of Anthony Fufufufuchi, they gave money to this virology lab, this epidemiology lab in Wuhan, China, and said, we want to see if you can modify a current coronavirus, which can only be transmitted from animal to animal. We want to see if you could modify this virus so that it could be transmitted from animals to humans and then from humans to humans. But Dr. Fufufufuchi went before Congress and lied to them, saying that this is not technically gain-of-function research. It is, Dr. Fufufufuchi. You lied. They modified Mother Nature. They screwed around with the DNA, with the gene sequencing. Molecular level, microscopically small alterations to the gene sequence, which now allowed the coronavirus to gain the function of being able to be transmitted from animals to humans and then humans to humans. They created germ warfare on a molecular level using the SARS coronavirus that they altered using your tax dollars, which was given to them by Joe Biden and Barack Hussein Obama. That is fact. That is reality. You can't change that fact. And now we're stuck with this coronavirus. Joe Biden and Camel Toe Harris, all being former U.S. senators, so they've spent their entire last five years of their lives, almost six years now, trying to make Donald Trump look bad. Of course, Joe Biden campaigned for president, claiming he would shut down this virus. After all, no person should be the president of the United States, he said, if 220,000 people died on his watch because he couldn't get coronavirus under control. Well, now here we are, 
just 11 days shy of the one-year anniversary of Joe Biden's inauguration, and he has presided over 700,000 coronavirus deaths. And yet he still maintains his position as resident of the United States. He hasn't stepped down. He hasn't done the honorable thing that he wanted Donald Trump to do. He has had one full year with all the knowledge that was gathered about this Wuhan China novel Corona Kung Fu Wuhan flu. He's had an entire year. He and his health advisors, which include Dr. Fucci, they've had a whole year to study this Kung Flu, this China virus. And yet, three times as many people have now died under Joe Biden's watch than died under Donald Trump's when it was a novel, new, never-before-seen coronavirus that was unleashed. Not from a bat in a wet market in Wuhan province, but from a direct release, whether intentionally or accidentally. One of those little COVID cells got out of that Wuhan Institute of Virology laboratory and infected the entire human population of planet Earth. And the leftist mainstream media will refuse to report these facts and refuse to let you know, my friends, that had Dr. Fufufufuchi and his compatriots in the virology labs simply not performed gain-of-function research, we would not be here today suffering from this pandemic which has now become an endemic. That, my friends, is biological warfare. Some conspiracy theorists feel that this is intentional because people like the New World Order, the One World Order, and other very powerful, wealthy people on planet Earth have all gotten together and come up with the conclusion that there are just too damned many people here. And if we could find a way to eliminate and eradicate 40, 50, 70% of the population, There'll be a whole lot more land and a whole lot more food available to the few of us who survive. How many world leaders on the elite, leftist, progressive, liberal viewpoint have died from the China virus? Can't think of any, can you? Part of the conspiracy theory that's running around and is gaining more and more traction is... We know, number one, this thing was created by gain-of-function research in a Wuhan China lab funded by the United States under Barack Hussein Obama and Biden's presidency. We know this. But isn't it strange that none of these liberal, Democrat, progressive world leaders has died of COVID? Now, they'll tell you it's because we got vaccinated and then we got boosted and we wear masks. But, But we know better. We know better. Early on, when Nazi Nancy Pelosi rolled up her sleeve to get vaccinated, the photos were very, very clear. The orange protective cap was still in place on the syringe. They didn't even remove it for show. I don't believe she actually took this vaccine, but that's just my opinion. You didn't see the needle going into the arm of feeble Joe Biden. The obscured camera angle sure made it look like he got the shot. I'm wondering... The conspiracy theory out there that says the same number of patents that were obtained to develop these strains of a formerly naturally occurring but now highly mutated and modified virus strain all have corresponding patents for the actual cure, the antidote per se, for those virus strains. Who's to say that those Democrat leftist progressive liberal woke leaders have not already been given the antidote 
so that they won't get the virus, the China virus. And that's why you haven't heard of any of them dying. Sure, there have been a few sacrificial lambs, the older, more vocally outspoken against universal vaccinations. They seem to die, and then the leftist media uses those people as a ha-ha, I told you so campaign. We may not in our lifetimes find out what happened, the full story, because of presidential records being sealed like those of the entire life history of Barack Hussein Barry Sotero Obama. It's funny how Obama can seal every one of his life history records, but they want to tell President Trump that he can't seal anything related to his life. Double standard, hypocrisy, lies of the left, depends on who screams the loudest. We may never know the truth about the JFK assassination or whether man really landed on the moon in the 1960s. We'll never know anything about the life, the history, and the illegitimate presidency of Mr. Obama. We may never find out the truth about the 2020 presidential election. All of those things conveniently sealed and locked away from the general public. It's highly likely we will never learn of the disposition of 30,000 missing emails of Hillary Rotten Clinton. We may never know the details of the Tuskegee Airmen experiment. And we will most likely never, ever know of the secrets behind the development and dispersal of the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 and its deleterious effects on world events, not only U.S. events, but on world events, curtailing many freedoms that not only Americans, but those around the world had come to enjoy under probably the most prosperous four-year period of time in a long, long time, 2016 through 2020. We saw lots of world leaders on the right ousted from their positions as a call for kumbaya communism, people who have never experienced communism firsthand and its ill effects, falling for the lies of the left, the double standard and the hypocrisy, and, like true lambs to the slaughter, are making it hard for the rest of the world to simply survive and thrive. I did not mean to take this entire 30 minutes to define the phrases and definitions used here on the Truth Hurts program. I do apologize. The good news is, for you new listeners out there, you got to learn a few things about the program. And you can make the conscious decision. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. If you don't like what you hear, who cares? Turn it off. Go find some leftist progressive podcast to listen to. Keep falling for your party's BS. Here is the Truth Hurts program where we tell it like it is. Opinions on our program are expressions of freedom of speech protected under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. I apologize if you are offended. I truly do. I apologize. But I retract nothing because what I speak is the truth. And unfortunately for some of you out there, sometimes the truth hurts. And of course, I must also give you fair warning that we do use humorous commercial parodies from time to time to get our point across. For example. Welcome to the Sleight of Hand Magic School. I'm magician extraordinaire Marquis de Magnificent. I see we have lots of young people here today to learn the wonderful art of sleight of hand magic, illusion, distraction, and diversion. Oh, oh, I see we have an older gentleman in here as well. 
And your name, sir? Uh, uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Well, Mr. Biden, what brings you here today? Do you want to learn how to entertain young children at birthday parties? Well, well, I do enjoy young children, but no, I'm I'm here to learn how to divert people's attention away from my crappy performance as the uh, as, 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 as president of the president of the United States. I want I want to learn how to make people pay attention to something else, so I can get away with all the stuff I've been doing behind the scenes. Like what? Like like how I'm slowly turning the people's attention away from my rotten economy, my foreign policy disasters, my poor handling of COVID, my dividing of people by race and ethnicity, my foreign business dealings, my coke addict son, my southern border disaster, and my disastrous handling of pr pretty much the entire nation. Well, Mr. Biden, even I, the great Marquis de Magnificent, magician extraordinaire, couldn't pull off a magic act like the one you're doing right now. Heck, even I didn't realize just how bad things were going here in the United States until you pointed it out just now. You are indeed a great and powerful magician. No, no, I, I don't play music. I, I don't want to be a musician. I, I want, I want to learn the art of, of, of you, you know, you know, the, the, the thing, the, the thing, the, the magic, the sleight of hand, you know, the thing. We try to keep things topical here on the Truth Hurts program, and I hope you've enjoyed today's 30-minute excursion into reality. We'll see you on the next edition, and sincerely hope that you've learned something and have the desire to pass on the Truth Hurts program to a friend, a relative, or a co-worker. Go out there and make it a great day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. We apologize if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Audionautics.